Today could be the day that Shohei announces his decision. Bears have the Lions in Week 14. Week 14 started last night. It was a glorious night for the Bears. The Patriots got a win. I, I did not. I'm telling you, Eric, I thought the Patriots are going to run it out without getting another victory here. I'm glad they did. Belichick still has that defense playing. They've played well through all of this. His offense has stunk. But they went right down the field on that opening drive. Boom, 7 nothing. And uh, the Steelers playing from behind with that offense? Mm, good luck to you. Steelers have lost back-to-back home games against two-win teams. And they immensely benefit the Bears. Arizona picked up its third win last week. Yesterday well, it gives was, you the cushion that you need. Yeah, it gives yeah, you that two-game cushion with five to play. Tremendous. That's Yesterday what you needed. The, the Patriots. That's tremendous. what you like. That's what you want. Not that you look at the rest of the schedule for Carolina. Like, Carolina's going to muster up two more victories. I don't know. That's they might not, not get to happen. three, right? You're, maybe they win one more. Happen. Yeah. Right? Yes. But I'm saying that's not going to happen. Yeah, probably not. We've got our Derby 150 giveaway that starts today. We were telling you about that last hour if you missed it. The Derby's 150 days away. So what we're doing every Friday between now and May, every Friday at 150, you're going to hear the call to post. When you hear it, you have to be caller 50. You must be 21 years old as of today, and you must live in Illinois. And it's uh, the only stipulation. If you're caller 50, you're going to get a $150 gift card to use towards the Twin Spires app. Make some wagers on the ponies and make some money. And uh, even more importantly, you're going to be entered for a chance to win the grand prize trip with us back to Woodford Reserve in the spring. We went last year with listeners. It was fabulous. Love that place. It's beautiful. Woodford, of course, is the presenting sponsor of the Kentucky Derby. And uh, not only can you win that $150 voucher, but you could be entered, you will be entered to win the trip uh, later we in had the a ball. spring. We us. had a ball. We yeah. drank a lot of bourbon that day. What's that one thing you got you can only get in Kentucky? And it's in the small bottle. Double oak, double, double what? Double oak. Dub, just double oak, not double oak, double. Double, double oak. Double oak you can get anywhere. Double, double, double. double oak. But I thought it was doubled something double oaked. Mm-hmm. Double, double oak. Double, double. It's a 375 bottle and is only. It's a baby bottle. It's only available at the distillery. It's a distillery only. Most of the distilleries have something that is what like. What does double, double oak mean? So the double oak, the regular Woodford double oaked is Woodford Reserve that right. they then put into a toasted barrel. Toasted barrel. And then the double, double oak, which is distillery only, is like another toasted barrel. After that, my guess is there's some nuance in the way they're toasting it because it so does change the complexion of the barrel. They, do they like, take it out of the first toasted barrel and then put it in another toasted barrel? Yes. What kind of toast? Melba? One might be light toast. Wheat toast? What kind of toast are we talking about? I mean, seriously, Carm. If it's going from one barrel to the other, what kind of toast are we talking about? Pump. You're talking about the charring Pump, process. Pumpernickel. Right. You're right. funny. You're talking about the yeah. charring process. Yeah, well, the toasting. Toasting's different than charring. Charring okay. is charring. Toasting is more of Just a low... Just heating it up to get yes. the sugars out. Yes. I got you. Correct. Sugars come out of the wood. Sugars then become part of the liqueur. Correct. I got you now. All right. I need so that listen. explained to me because you picked up a bottle of Double Double. Yeah, I got or lucky. Or you were actually given a bottle I of Double Double. I bequeathed a bottle. I got you lucky. bequeathed one, yeah. I got lucky. I was bequeathed nothing on it, that it, trip. It's good. You, what you, that's not true. You were that's true. I was bequeathed nothing, and I threw sandwiches away like an idiot. cost me $45. So uh, every Friday. A moron. I thought I was cleaning the bus. Look at me. I'm helping. I'm cleaning the bus. Boy, this You're garbage funny. is heavy. Boy, this garbage every, is heavy. Boy, there's a lot of garbage in here. Yeah. Every Friday between now and May, uh, you could win 150, be listening, and be caller 50. So there you have it. All right. That's, I'm excited right. about that. Yurko's keys in a little bit. Every Friday. Uh, let's go to Andrew and Elgin. What up, Andrew? Andrew. 
What up, fellas? Happy holidays. Happy yeah, holidays to you, my friend. Yeah, I just want to tell you again, you know, I always butter you guys up, but I swear I listen to all the shows. This show jacks me up the most, man. I just think it's like, I think you guys are so great. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate, appreciate it. Yeah, we do all our right, best. So, we do our best. Yeah, I mean, I just wanted to say real quick about the Shohei thing. I wouldn't do it just because he's like too older. Like, too, he's just, if he was like three years younger, I would probably maybe consider it, but that's just how I feel. Uh, all right, I want you guys to put on your GM hats here. I've never heard you say this on the air at all. I want you to make a choice right now. Do you stick with Justin Fields or do you go with another quarterback? That's all I want to ask you. Have a blessed weekend. Take care, fellas. Thank you, Andrew. I I said it last week. I've got five games to analyze. I'm getting a feeling myself, me, Yurko, that I'd like to have Justin Fields stick around. That's what I think. I want that to happen. And I'm hoping over the next five games, he gives me enough evidence where I can go ahead and make that argument. I think you draft a quarterback. I don't know how you go back-to-back years picking in the top one or two or having that top one or two pick and not pick a quarterback. Well, the Bears would have taken but, Bryce Young last year. You know that. Oof. You and I both know that would have happened. Oof. Maybe the best thing to happen will be what I was talking about earlier. My fantasy, not realtor, that they are convinced they win seven. They pivot off of drafting a quarterback. Maybe they even take that Carolina pick and they trade it again and get a boatload of stuff. And in the third round, they draft Bo Nix, and Bo Nix turns out to be the best one of the group. Like, aren't the Bears due for something good to happen to them like that? Aren't they due for that? You would that hope. it all somehow worked out in the end. Yeah, they waited to the third round. They got Bo Nix, and he was. And then he turned out to be the awesome. best quarterback of the group. What a dream. If anybody deserves it, it's the Bears. Absolutely. Their history of, of uh, the struggle at quarterback. Absolutely. Ray is on the south side. What's up, Ray? Good afternoon, guys. Um, got a comment I want to make, and then I'll uh, hang up and listen to your answer. Even though he should do it, if he gets the number one pick, trade for uh, go for a quarterback, I don't think he's going to be able to resist the bounty that he gets. Because mm. if, you, if you think you got a bounty last year, but that quarterback class, you're gonna get a uh, you're gonna hit the mother load for this one, and I just don't think he's gonna be able to resist it. So I'm gonna hang up and listen to your answer. You might be right, Ray. I think a lot of that though depends on what they think of Fields. I don't think they're gonna pass if they've got questions on him. If they're convinced, you're right about the return. It'll be even better than the one they got last year. At least I would think. Because they're going to be, there's going to be more like more of a race and arms race to the top there. If you want to use that uh, expression, pun intended. Center arms race, pass oh, rusher, yeah, receiver. Absolutely. Center pass rusher receiver. Yeah, that's where you're at. What do you make of Marvin Harrison? Maybe uh, going back? Is I really want to beat Michigan? He hasn't beaten Michigan. Well, it's up to him. Yeah, it totally it's up is. To him. I, I think it's awfully hard to to pass up the opportunity uh, to go to the league. Not only that, but. um. I think then that's a little bit less pressure. Your center's going to come in the second or third round anyway in this year's draft mm-hmm. because that's where most centers go unless you're Damani Dawson or Kevin Mawai, Mawai, you know, somebody, uh, the, the Pounceys. Yeah, unless you're somebody like that that's just a clear, crystal clear, clear-cut number one guy, yeah. we're going to take in the draft. So you're going to get him late anyway. It doesn't matter. That's why I favor the move back, the trade down, to get more equity in the next year. That way, if Marvin Harrison decides to come out next year, mm. you know the quarterbacks are still going to be at the top of the list. They always are. Always. So as long as you got something that might be in the top five, that's all that you really care about. Yep. So there you go. That's my thought, my analyses. Mike is in Decatur. Unfortunately, he's not staying. What's going on, Mike? 
Hi, it's Mike from Decatur, original home of the Chicago Bears. That's right. I'd like to get, I'd like to get uh, Yurko's thoughts on the Bears taking uh, Michael Penix Jr. I think he's being overlooked. Thank I you. like him. I like him. The kid out of Washington. Hi, Mikey. I like I like Penix Jr. But again, he's a, he's not a crystal clear no. Peyton Manning coming out of the draft or Andrew Luck. He's not the crystal clear number one guy that everybody has a consensus on. It's it's going to come out and be a stud. I wonder when he'll go. You know, like if we start looking at the mocks now, he's done well for himself because the yes. year he's had. You know, and he like Bo Nix is older. He'll be 24 next year, just like Bo Nix. A mature, Bur- a mature quarterback. A mature Joe Burrow. And a kid, yeah. a kid who's played a lot of football. I mean, Michael Penix played a lot of football. Same Where did he start? Indiana? Indiana? Where was he? Indiana University? Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Same with got Bo hurt. Nix. He got uh, busted up? Yes. So there's my other thing with Penix, though, is the injury history. A little bit, because little there's bit. not one. There's like two, right? There's two different things that happened to him that caught him, caused him to miss games uh, or miss a year. I, I'd have to. I mean, he definitely had one. He had an ACL, didn't he? Yeah, Am I, I think misremembering so. that. Yes. Didn't Michael Penix have an ACL? I, I thought he so. did. Yeah. He still has played 712 college games. <laughs> uh, what is that? 26 and 11 is 37. York. He's played 47 college games. 47. It's like one thing about Bajan, right? For like the one, the best thing we always were saying about him was, man, the kid looks like pretty poised and he yeah. kind of understands. A lot of that is probably whether it's Division Two or otherwise doesn't really matter. The probably is because he's played a lot of football. The kid has been preparing week in and week out, you know, for years. He played like fifty-five college football games. That's a lot of games, and I do think that matters. It's forty-seven games Michael Penix has played. It's a lot of football. I'll double check on the injuries for you too, York. I I want to say one of them was definitely an ACL. I hope I don't have that wrong, but I'll double check. Um, while he was at Indiana. He had a great year, man. I'm telling you, as he gets a month to rest now, too, you know, that offense was trending down. They they got the job done. They won. Good for them. But that offense was trending down going to that game last weekend, and I think he was hurting. He's got a month now to heal up and prepare. You know, was, Furman was, was making the case yesterday. Washington could be a little scary here for these other three was, teams. Was he beating up on the Georgia States of the world, though? That's what I ask Washington early on. Was he putting up gaudy statistics? Um, no, I, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I mean, I think they played. Uh, I'll go back off the top of my head. I can't remember the the, the non conference. They beat the crap out of MSU. I'll tell you that. Remember that one? Yeah. I mean, they beat the snot out of them. All right, MSU Boise State, State fifty six nineteen, Tulsa forty three to ten, Michigan State the hapless wonders that they were with yeah. all the troubles they had. 41-7. That's why the, Peyton the, Thorne got out of there. The you Boise know that. win's not a t- like not great, but not terrible. Boise changed coaches this year, Yerk. Yeah. But they you know, still won the, the conference. California, 59. Yeah, Cal State. Arizona State, 15-7 victory. 15-7. That's a tough one. Against Arizona State. That's a tough one. USC, they beat the living hell out beat, of them. That was an entertaining beat, beat game. not out of them. That's the one where Caleb Williams went and cried with his mom up in there. That was the Washington game. Was yeah. it? Or was that the Utah game? No, I thought that was. was that the the, I thought that was the. Uh, I thought it was the Utah USC game. Washington game. I thought that's what it was. I thought it was USC Utah. That's what I'm saying. That's what. Yeah. I, but you might be right. I got whatever. you. Whatever. The Washington beat Utah by a touchdown, two points against Oregon State. Uh, Washington twenty four thirty four. So there were some gaudy stats early, early. And I don't know how many touchdowns he threw against Boise, Tulsa, Michigan State, and California. And Nobody thought Michigan State was going to be crap this year anyway. 
I don't, I don't think not they as did. bad as they were. I don't they think were they knew what was coming. Full bad. Yeah. yeah, I don't think they knew what was coming. Carmen, yeah. to answer his injury history, he yeah. has he's torn his ACL two times. But he has. Okay. Yeah, one in 2018 and 2020, I believe. So there you go, yeah. Yorkie. Same torn leg, it different legs. Just same legs. Same leg. <laughs> 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions this year. Yeah, yeah you don't like that he's torn his ACL twice. The same same leg. Yeah, that's yeah. not good. All right, we'll get back to some of your calls coming up at 312-332-3776. More importantly, Yurko's keys to a Bears victory I'm ready. are coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. All right, it's that time for Yurko's Keys. Everybody loves it. Bears, Lions, three, three-and-a-half point dog. Uh, are the Bears at home this weekend? Interdivision home dog. Total in the game about 42-and-a-half. Full breakdown of that and a lot of the other action on the Odds Couple podcast that Mike and I uh, did this morning. You can find that and catch up on demand all weekend on the ESPN Chicago app. Encore replays tomorrow at 8 a.m. Michael joined us in about a half hour with the bonus play. But without further ado, did Jimmy hold on? Give you some horses? This he week? did to two at uh, Oaklawn because the Oaklawn meet starts this oh, weekend. Oh, they're starting up this week, and one at Fairgrounds. Yes, okay, New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah, the Fairgrounds. Maybe. All right, Yurko, away we go. The keys to the game brought to you by the great folks at the Verdoliac Law Group. That's right, eight four 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 VLG Law. You know you've got to love those guys, Carm. Forty thousand clients been satisfied happily. Sixty years of service. That's what it's all about, our good friends at Verdoliac Law Group. Carmen, I'm glad you asked. What are the keys to the game here, Carmen? I'm glad you asked. These are the keys to the game against the Detroit Lions up at beautiful Soldier Field noon on Sunday. Key number one. Find a way to finish defensively at both halftime at the end of the game. Dare I say you piddled one away against the Detroit Lions in Detroit because you decided to go soft. Eberflus, learn the lessons. Learn the lessons of the mistakes that you have made in the past. Stop being conservative at the end of halves and at the end of games. You have killed this team on at least three different occasions and cost them games. Key number two. Possess the ball and run the ball. Possess and run the ball. It's become a key to what the Chicago Bears want to do in their theory of complementary football. Always trying to play play complementary football. The Bears have a recipe and an equation to win games. Yeah. That's run the ball, control the ball, hold the ball for 35-plus minutes. Do not allow the other team to have the ball too often and too long. Okay? That's the way they play complementary football. That's what they want to do. They have no interest in having a 400-yard passer. That's not their recipe for a victory here in Chicago. Dare I say the defense is starting to pick it up and they're starting to try to play that complementary brand of football. Key number three. We've seen in the last two games, we've seen turnovers. And guess what? We're going to have to see more turnovers. But even more important than just getting turnovers is the offense then capitalizing on those turnovers. And or when the opportunity gives itself to you, that you take advantage of it and take the ball back to the house. Dare I say, Jalen Johnson, who some want to tell you is one of the top corners in the league. But if he was, he'd have two interceptions returned for a touchdown this year. Instead, he has none, and he's got three interceptions on the year. So, not enough. Not enough. Not enough. Not enough. I want more. And those are the keys to a Bears victory on the lake front. 
this Sunday, 12 noon. Excellent. Hopefully the Bears can find a way to do it. Brought to you by the Verdoliak Law Group. That's um, compelling stuff I just gave you. NFL news going into one of the biggest matchups of the weekend. Isaiah Pacheco, it looks like, is not going to play. Not going to hurt me. For the Chiefs. I don't have Isaiah Pacheco on any, any of my stuff. The Chiefs are a one-point favorite in Arrowhead against the Bills team coming off by. Last we saw the Bills, they were racking up 500 yards, but they lost a heartbreaker. A big, sharp, angle thing that's going on amongst the pro betters right now in the NFL is oh. Bills plus three and a half, four to one to make the playoffs. And some positions on Bills Super Bowl odds because the odds are so long. But they still have the Chiefs on the road this week. They've got the Cowboys. Then they finish with three very winnable games. If they can win this week or next and then sweep the end, they could get to ten. They might have a shot at it, Yerk. Maybe uh, we should put a little down at three and a half, four to one in the Bills to make the playoffs. Just to make the playoffs. Just to make the playoffs. They're an underdog right now of three and a half, four to one. Uh, this weekend will be tough for them, but uh, they're they're another sexy, popular pick. It's Bills against who this week? Chiefs. Chief. Yeah. Aaron, the Chief. Do you know in uh, ninety-two career games in the regular season for Patrick Mahomes, Yurko? Do you know how many times Patrick Mahomes has lost two in a row? Uh, none. Never. It's happened three times. Okay, I never. I thought it never happened. Back-to-back games. The last time he lost back-to-back games, weeks two and three, 2021. It's been over two years since Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, and the Chiefs have lost back-to-back games. Do you know how many times he's lost three in a row in his career? Never. That's a never. Will they lose back-to-back for the first time in two years this weekend? That's a fascinating game. Um, in if, if, if Matt Nagy has anything to say about it, he will. If Matt Nagy has anything to say about it with his illustrious play calling, I think they're, they've got problems. Well, they could have that. They got the, they've got receiving him. problems, too. Did it finally catch up to him? Remember when they took Claude Edwards-Hilaire, running back, end of the first Clyde. round? Clyde. Claude. Or his brother. Why well, I call him Claude. Okay. okay. He's not French. You want to say Clyde, that's fine. You can call him Clyde. Either way. Actually, probably is They French. took him at the end of the first round. Uh, the gra- drafted Pacheco last year. Pacheco, yeah. A seventh round, sixth round, uh, somewhere Isaiah very Pacheco, deep. I think, was seventh right. round. Yeah, sixth or seventh, yeah. You can't make mistakes on guys at the end of the first round. Yeah, that's Nkeel Harry. You remember Nkeel Harry? Nikhil Harry. I remember yeah. Nikhil Harry. And and apostrophe Keel Harry. He, that, that's who the, uh, from the University of Florida, that's who the Patriots took. And you made a mistake on it. I thought the Patriots took him. Yeah, he didn't go to Florida. Where'd he go? In he Arizona. Arizona State. Oh, I swear to you, he went to Florida. Either way. Well, he might live in Florida. Either way. Right, Carm? The point is you can't make mistakes at the end of the round. You're not picking the 30th, 31st, 32nd. You've got to land something. You've got to land the fish there. You've got to land something big, something that's going to help your team. Can't keep making mistakes like that. You're going to be all right? I don't know what you said in the last minute because I'm just laughing. And kill Harry. And kill Harry from Florida. No, right. actually from Arizona State. But you were close. No, I mean, he I mean, lives but, in Florida. Yeah, he lives in Florida. I mean, that's a possibility. Don't be so negative. That is a possibility. You're but right. But you can't miss, Carm, is my point. I got you. You can't miss. And when you start missing and then you start letting guys go, it's okay you let guys go. Then you let go another guy. You let go another guy. At some point, the strength of whatever you had, you diminish. It's don't break the ice. Mm-hmm. Remember the game, don't break the ice? Or yeah. Jenga. You know, you get to a point where too many pieces start getting gone, and the thing is not stable anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, what's happened to Kansas City, and they're going to start reala- realizing, oh, okay, I think we still need a little more oomph. Yeah. We need a little more oomph, and I think it's going to be made available. I'm telling you, if I'm Kansas City, I pray to the heavens, Mooney's available. 
Because mm. I go get Mooney. I'd yeah, get Mooney yeah, if I was them. them. Yeah. 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 Uh, Justin Jefferson is off the injury report for the first time in weeks. Justin is Jefferson will be playing this weekend. Yep. How about that? Justin Just in Jefferson the time, the week back. before the playoffs for everybody. Well, they're trying to... Well, our yeah, playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Our playoffs. Well, these teams are now... This yeah. is it. Like, yeah. Okay, you could take your time now early in the season, and that's what these teams do, and it's a Get long healthy. season. Get healthy. This is when teams now start having to... You've got to think about six. putting in go yeah. now. Six and six. Yeah. Putting in yeah. drive, I should you're, say. You're, either, you're not going to a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Right, you're not going to be an All Pro this year. No, not this Justin year. Jefferson. Sorry, that that ship has passed you this year. <laughs> yeah, but now we need you. We need you out there, kid. Yep, make something happen for us. And remember, early on when they were still winning games without him. Yeah. Well, no, without him, without your quarterback, now all of a sudden it becomes a little bit more difficult. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good for them. Six right. and six. Packers are six and six. Yes. Bears are four and eight. The Bears should be six and six. Hey, you are not what your the, record says you are. Hundred percent. Or your record is what? No, I don't know. Like, yeah, they should be this. They should be that. But they're not. And maybe if they get those two wins that they should have had, they would have lost two other ones. You never know. Harding is in Charlotte. What's up, Harding? Hey, gentlemen. How you doing? Good, man. How you doing? Doing well. Okay. So here's my issue right now. Um, It's very Bears-like for this narrative and conversation to be Fields versus Williams, May, or whatever other rookie quarterback that's going to come in. Because make no mistake about it. The questions you have with Fields, you're going to continue to have the questions with whatever rookie quarterback comes in to transition into a professional atmosphere. The conversation that should be occurring right now is do the Bears have a philosophical understanding of how to win and do they have a correct support system organizationally to develop a quarterback? That is the only thing that matters. What they do with the pick isn't necessarily relevant until you have those questions answered. Because you know who was number one drafted, maybe number two drafted, the Baker Mayfields of the world, the Kyler Murrays of the world, the Mr. Bishies of the world. You know who wasn't? The Mahomes of the world, the Rogers of the world, the Bradys of the world. And there was a reason for that because there was an organizational understanding of what they were looking to accomplish. The Bears, for some reason, do not have that. The fan bases don't understand what that looks like as far as Bears go, of what a development process is going to occur with a quarterback because we've never had it. So, again, conversation should not be focused on any specific player. It has to be focused on the organization and what they're going to do to support and develop. Like, we've lost our minds as, as Bears fans on what they should do with that number one pick. You never take a quarterback at number one unless you absolutely have to. And I'm sorry, the Bears are not in an absolutely have to take a quarterback at the number one pick. And if that is not the scenario, you have to move it and get the haul of assets. Yeah, all that, right. That's it. That's it. All right, uh, yes. Good stuff, Harding. I, I certainly would not tether a, a new young quarterback to a defensive coach. I wouldn't do that. That's what I think. Harding's getting at in a lot of ways. It's not just the coach, it's other things. But yeah, they've never shown organizationally they know how to do it. They've swung and missed a million times. And that's not always just on the player. That is true. That is true. I think there's definitely something to that. They have failed miserably because they don't know how to do it as an organization. They don't know how to hire the right people. They don't find the right head coaches. They don't find the right talent to put with those players. By and large, they've swung and missed in all those areas. And that's why we sit here and we wait and we wait and we wait. And Who's wonder. your quarterback guru? Who's the quarterback guru? Well, yeah. I think Ben Johnson's the guy who looked, that we talk about more than anybody else. I mean, in this hiring cycle, if you're going to make a change and if you're drafting a young quarterback, I don't know how you don't look at him and so say, we've got to do whatever right. we have to to for, get him. For what you need for, to, to have happen what you want to happen, the Bears need to lose. 
You know that, right? Yes. For what you want to happen, the Bears have to lose. Yes. And, and I have a feeling with the way they're playing now. They might win. The way they're figuring out, they're going to win some games. You could games. be right, Yerk. Yeah. You could be right. And, and that's the problem. If you win games, I mean, you just say, okay, listen, I know we sabotaged you mm-hmm. in your first year. Mm-hmm. And we've come back this year, and record-wise, we're going to be better than we were last year. How much better is going to be the question mark in the next five games? Now I'm going to come out and just say, hey, uh, Mike Tomlin might be available. And if Tomlin's available, I'm going to take him, but he's still a defensive coach. I know. Right? I love Tomlin. But... Uh, a D'Amico Ryan's-like player is available, former player, yeah. who's a coordinator or a position coach on another team, becomes available, becomes a hot name. And does he come here? Because you don't want a defensive coach, right? I so you would got prefer public, to you got find... public, Eric Public yeah. enemy. Yeah, you do. You got and, Johnson. Then, and then you got Ben Johnson mm-hmm. as two names that are out there that you Maybe might Harbaugh. Maybe Harbaugh. You know, I would find my personal. That would. That's just me. I, I, I'm not saying you can't do it the other way. There certainly you can. Yeah. The I problem is the Bears Mike, win Mike games. McDaniel, uh, Mike McDonald, excuse me, in uh, Baltimore, the DC. He's going to get some looks. He's going to be a head coach, and he might be a great one. I, uh, uh, Ryan's might turn out to be a great one. He's off to a great start. I wouldn't do it that way. That's just me. I would rather find a, a, a great offensive mind. I'd rather have like a Mike McDaniel to a thing, a Shanahan thing. You know, I think Dayball's terrific with quarterbacks. I would that that's just what I would prefer. Doesn't mean it's the right way. Doesn't mean it's the only way. I I totally get what you're saying. Yeah, me personally, that's what I would do. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, 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 Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000. Halliburton gets away from Beasley. High off the glass. Oh, easy. Halliburton gets past Beasley. Goes inside. High off the glass again. Pacers clinging to a five-point lead. Halliburton tries another three. Bang! Tyrese Halliburton from downtown. Long shot. Another one. A triple right there. Two in a row for LeBron James. Now LeBron the other way. Oh, my gosh. Tyrese Halliburton and LeBron in uh, two separate games put on a show. So it's Lakers-Pacers, Yurko, tomorrow night from Vegas. Lakers a four-and-a-half-point favorite. 240-and-a-half the total. I love these totals. The Pacers really can play some offense. First ever in-season tournament. Uh, LeBron played great in the second game. I mean, he was fantastic. They beat the crap out of the Pelicans. But Tyrese Halliburton, woof, we talked about it, I think, earlier this week. Like The two Tyreses. The two Tyreses. Uh, P-Will instead of Tyrese Halliburton and Tyrese Maxey. Ouch. I mean, Halliburton, like, he looks like a top 10 player. I mean, he's that's the kind of season he's having. I get it, but the Bulls have won three in a row, right? They have. Kobe's played well. They have, without Zach. Nine straight three-pointers. Nine straight games with three uh, three three-pointers. Nine straight with at least three? With at least three three-pointers, yeah. Nice. That's pretty good. That is good. Yeah. Kobe's played well. Kobe's the one guy they can point to and say, hey, we developed somebody. Like, Kobe's, you know, I mean, I think he's got some limitations, certainly as a point guard. Right? Not that they even... I don't. I, I don't even. Well, know I don't if they, know. They, Sometimes they can need... you have? I, I guess the biggest question is: Do you have addition by subtraction? Yeah, well, that's a great question, right, Zach? Yeah, that's a great question. Addition by subtraction. 
Can it go either way, too? Let me ask you that question. If it's Levine in there without DeMar, or if it's DeMar in there without Levine, uh, is either one of those more beneficial than having both of them on the team at the same time? Is one of those more beneficial? Yeah, probably. And I think having DeMar is probably more beneficial. Do you believe that's more beneficial? I just think he's got a... I think he's more, a little bit more natural playmaking ability and can make other guys better, you know. I don't think Zach's got a lot of that. Zach can score, you know, but I just... There's so many limitations. But do you do, you do believe in addition, yes. uh, addition by subtraction? Yes. Then? I think by, it's, by getting rid yes. of one, you're going to have a better team, overall help, team. I think it's helping them, yeah. Okay. And they bury themselves, and it's not really going to matter probably when it's all said and done. I mean, we even with a three-game winning streak, well, you're still, what are they, eight? They've got eight wins, right? Yeah, we'll still hear more about eight-win team. We'll still hear more about Lonzo, though, you know. Lonzo's going to come back. When he comes back, things will be better. Uh, Don't hold your breath. Yeah, I'm not holding my breath at all. Eight and 14, you know, that's with the three-game winning streak. And there's no way, let me tell you, there's no way in the the world you can compete for, you know, the the lottery with what uh, San Antonio's got three wins. Yeah. Somebody else in the East has got three wins. Bulls are down there tonight. Detroit's got two wins, dude. Right. You're not going to be going for the worst pick in the league. What's Detroit doing? What is that? I don't know, man. And I like some of their young players. The microwave? Is Vinny Johnson running it up there? Uh, I don't think so. Joe Dumars is long gone, right? Joe Dumars works for the league office now. Okay. Well, what the hell are they doing in Detroit? And the crazy thing is I like some of their players. They got two wins. They just can't play together. Uh, The Washington Wizards have three. Were teams the ever Spurs have three? So you're right. Were teams ever this hapless? You know, I don't like know, man. twelve Two wins, wins games. In. Yeah, that's to me. I've never seen the NBA where it's so hapless. Pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, the bad teams used to have about twenty victories, twenty-two victories. Yeah, bad. Yeah, that's the worst team. Like, in the league covering the Bulls, points. they were terrible. Yeah. But you know, you'd probably win. You know, twenty-two games. Right. You know, like you said, that's bad. When you're winning 22 games a year, that's bad. When you're 22 and 60, that's a problem. Like when I covered the team, you know, they had that... uh, Late 90s, early aughts, right? In 01, they were terrible. I covered this team. They were 15 and 67. Yeah. Uh, But but again, they were, you know, that was 01. They were trying to rebuild everything. It it was embarrassing. Is that when they got Eddie and Tyson? Yeah. They were 50. I mean, try covering a 15-win team in the NBA. They were like all-time bad. You know, they were probably one of the, honestly, they were probably one of the five or ten worst single-season teams in NBA history. Yeah. Okay? But when, but you, were doing, sh- when you were doing Eye on the Enemy, the other coaches actually felt sorry for you. They so did. they were more than happy to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, Doc used to always yeah. be like, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you. I can't believe how bad your team is. I'll, I'll give you ten minutes. Doc Come was on. coaching Orlando. But as, and then, look, they weren't good most of the years I covered them. But after that, as bad, like, they were still bad, Bjork. But to your point, they won 21 the next year. They were thirty and fifty-two and oh three. They won twenty-three and oh four. At least you're still winning twenty right. games. You're winning like, twenty plus games. You got two games, nine twenty-one games into the year. Yeah, that's terrible. Two and nine. But man, the Halliburton thing looks like a nightmare. And now he's yeah. playing in Indiana. Yeah. All right, I got some end of year stuff. Okay. End of year list. End of year lists. I like it already. Now, now we're old. Jake and Sean are young. Okay. I asked my kids these. They got almost every one of them. My kids are 9 and 11. I was a little surprised how many of these slang terms they knew. I'm going to test you now. These are the most popular slang terms uh, of 2023. Ready. I'm ready. And I want you guys to play too. Like, slang terms. Gio and Avi knew most of these. Right. I knew some of them. All right. And I knew this first one because my kids say it a lot. Right. Sus. Suspect. You're very that, that suspect. That's pretty easy. Yes. This one I also knew. Bet. Um, bet means like you're right. 
bet. You're, you're right. Boom. You're correct. Yeet. I had no idea. Yeet. Yeah. No idea. And I don't even know it. I can't yeah, remember what my son yeet. said. It I, I, I don't even know. I, I don't know. Yeet. You guys know what? I yeet? think it's like to throw something really hard. Like That's yeet? yeet. Yeah. Okay. Maybe Geo did say that. Okay. I think he did say that actually. I'm trying to remember. I should like, have written them is down. That, is that a playoff of heat? I have no idea. Heat? But we made that up. So, it was just something made up. Yeah. Salty. Salty, I, I guess that means the same thing, that you're a little bit crabby. Guys, to be salty. Oh, yeah, that checks yeah. out, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, you don't know? Crabby. Right, this one I knew. Yeah, you're salty. This one I knew. Salty dog. Cap. Cap, this is the guy that works in the morning show. Nope. Yeah. You guys know Cap? I knew this one. I was proud of myself. Um, what I think Cap is is a little bit dirty, so don't I better be it. staying away from that. Danny, do you know? I don't know what Cap is. Me? I know what it is. Cap oh, is... So, yeah, it's basically, yeah, like, it's the term used of no cap, right? No cap. So, so like, no like you're not kidding. You're not, essentially. Yeah, like, Yurko, that pullover, you look good in that. No cap. That's what that's... I swear to God, these kids say it constantly. No cap. No yeah, cap. Just that like, means, like, I'm not lying. No cap. It just like sounds cooler. No like, cap. In a sense. Uh, Bussin. That means you're going from one place to the other. Yeah. No. That means how you get someplace. I don't know. No, man, it's I'm like bussin there, man. Hey, this is really good. That's bussin, right? This sandwich is bussin. Like bussin. Uh, Jake, I think, might have like that one. Bustin, that sounds familiar. But bussin? Instead of the T? I think Jake's right. Like, yeah, oh, right. it's with an N, yeah. yeah. Bussin. Yeah. Bussin. But I'm saying, yeah. but instead of saying, you know, bussin. Right, yeah. Uh, bussin. I think it's bussin. With no T. Uh, this one I knew. I think you. I think you'll know this one too. Drip. That's shoes. Well, any like athletic wear. Drip. Anything. You yeah. got style. Yeah. Any, yeah. Anything that you're wearing that looks cool. Like, hey, that's cool drip. I feel. I feel or that's like good drip. I came in here the one time with those Luka Modric Croatian shoes. Yes. That I had, and yeah. he said, "Nice drip." So I think I was doing something right. Uh, mid. Mid. That means uh, not high, not low, but in the middle. Sean, in the middle, you're the hippest one out of everybody that's here. Not I think. Even, that, that's not even that. Mid, mid is not even slang at this point. What does it mean? It's, it's just like I mean, like you're just like in the average. middle. You're yeah, average. just like I mean, like yeah. you can use it oh, in, it's in as like simple any, as that. Yeah, yeah you're no. average, Carm. See, Sean knows most. The Bears Vikings like, game was mid the other week. Was yeah. mid. Mm-hmm. No, it's it's an insult, Carm. If somebody calls you mid, it means like you're just like lame. Okay, you're no, average. Danny knows. Danny, you're thinks. average. NPC, not politically correct. NPC. Sean? AI. Do you know that one? Yeah, like AI. An- it's like an AI, basically. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Those characters in a video game that do nothing, like they're NPCs, non-player uh, like characters. Is that yeah, right? Com- yeah, computer characters or something like that, yeah. Stan. 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 That's the Sean? weirdo. That's the weirdo that from the Eminem video. I actually don't know. That's what? the weirdo it's from like the Eminem video. It's an overly obsessed fan. It's like from yeah. the Eminem Stan. song, Stan. Yeah, it's like, it's yeah, like Carmen and Yurko, yeah. you guys got a lot of stands out there. Like, oh, I'm a Captain J Hood stand. Danny, all right. Yurko, I'm impressed. Finna, that's old school. We even had Finna when we were young. Mm-hmm. That, that. Oof. Oof. O-O-F. <laughs> that's like a Roblox reference, if you know what that game My is. My daughter <laughs> plays Roblox <laughs> Constantly, I have no idea. So what she knew what it was. It's just like a, another like oof. reaction. It's like you say, "Oof, that was that was bad." Like just a reaction to something that was bad or oof, disgusting. There it These is. These are the top twenty slang terms used in twenty twenty three. These kids today, I tell you, I don't know what the hell Mike that is. Mike North has the bonus play next. Danny, what does Danny have? Oh, Danny's down here with something. Oh, is this? Another I got letter? another hot letter from Johnny's biggest oh, fan. Jesus, <laughs> you guys All just right. gotta read. All right, uh, Daniel, come in. Mike's gonna come on, give us the bonus play, and then cross talk at two with Black and Abdallah during for Waddle and Sylvie. We'll be right back. 
You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. There it is. So who's our first uh, qualifier? Who's our first winner in qualifier? 150 days of the Derby every Friday between now and May at 150 for the 150th anniversary of the Derby. Yurko and I will play the call to the post brought to you by Woodford Reserve, the presenting sponsor of the Derby. 50th caller. Now you must be 21 and live in Illinois. 50th caller. You win a $150 credit to use on the Twin Spires app, make some money, and you'll be entered for a chance to win the grand prize trip to Woodford Reserve's Distillery in Versailles, Kentucky, with us next spring. Awesome. Every Friday between now and May. All right, the uh, new Odds Couple podcast is available. Great breakdown, a great, talk, a great discussion about the, the college playoff, all kinds of fun stuff, plus Jim Miller and Luke Pergandy. Listen now on the app. Mike North joins us on the CarX Tyronado guest hotline for the bonus play. Mikey, what's up? I love you guys, and what a trip that's going to be, oh, huh? I can't oh, yeah, wait, Mike. Ball. The best. What do you guys do? So, do you have, a, have, a, have some whiskey and sit, and buy, sit in the corral? Yeah, what do you do? Exactly, drink. That's exactly right. We go down to the Rick House, and we just enjoy. And you watch the horses gallop around, right? Yes, exactly. That sounds like fun. That's beautiful. I'm stuck here watching a Western. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Forget about that. I, we're 6-6 six and six on the bonus pick. The last two weeks we've lost, we're always straight up. We documented, started documenting way back when. That's right. Uh, but now it, it, it's the time to, to move, to get things going here. And, you know, I say, okay, I don't make the picks. My system makes the picks. Of course, everybody thinks they have a system. Mine's been successful, but some of the games, I told you today, Carm, uh, four of the losses I've had this year, three of them were with, we were covering, and then the quarterback got hurt. Right. Like like New Orleans last week brutal. with Jameis Winston coming, which was brutal. Yep. Anyway, they, I got two injured teams. I got Atlanta, who's won two in a row, mm-hmm. playing Tampa, who's won one in a row, but lost to Atlanta, and they were smarting after that. They thought they should have won. Atlanta uh, is playing good ball. They're going to be playing at home. Baker made, to me, this is the decision. That's about a, it should be a picket game. Uh, Tampa Bay getting two in some spots, one and a half in other spots. I'm going to go with the five and seven Buccaneers and Baker Mayfield in this spot uh, instead of Desmond Ritter. I just don't believe in Atlanta. Not that I believe in Tampa Bay, but I just think Baker Mayfield in this spot's the better bet, so I'm going to take Tampa that, Bay. That division's there for him, too, so a huge game for right. them so they don't get swept. Good call. All right, uh, Tampa plus the two and a half. Mikey, good stuff, buddy. Have a good weekend. All right, guys. Talk next Friday. Take Friar. care, man. All right, All right we'll Mike. There's Mike North at North to North on Twitter, on X. We got another angry letter. for. I don't know why you don't just send the... the, the, the well, I got it here. I think I'm going to go upstairs and send it. So a guy has been sending angry letters to Yurko, really to our bosses yeah, for he weeks. Yeah, Keith Williams. Because he says he, he claims he sent some, auto, some pictures that he asked well, you to autograph. I got it right here. It's right in the bag here. Here's the latest one. Here, I'll show everybody on Twitch. To Keith Williams, our general manager. He, this is a handwritten note. Danny highlighted the swear so I wouldn't get caught up. Here. Say Williams is how he starts it. That bleep, right bleep, there. bleeper. Talking about me. Fat bleep dog mm-hmm. Croatian John Yurkovich. Right here. Can keep my photo. Bleep him. His behavior is among the heinous sins in the radio broadcast right industry. Here. What's uh, industry. the guy's name? 
Uh, Rich. First name only. Rich. Rich. Here it is, Rich. Right here. I carry it with me every day. Every day. After one of your letters about three, four months Boy, ago. this guy is sick. I promise not to send you a damn thing is what I did. Don't worry. I'm going to send your crap back, including the DVD. This guy's sick. Yeah. Mentally ill. You meant, like, this is mentally ill stuff. Like, yeah. this is a mentally ill person. Like, you, this guy needs help. So It's almost way, like uh, Danny, telling Shohei Otani to F that guy. <laughs> I'm going to send this and the crappy DVD he sent me back to him. Okay, this is it. This is what he's talking about I would about also right send a, a, like, uh, a referral for a psychiatrist because there's some sick That's stuff. It's not my business and not my problem. The point is that I had it. He sent a rude letter four months ago, and he sent a couple other letters to me. I don't even open them. He's saying he's, I know who they come from, so I just throw them right in the garbage. That's where they belong. I mean, See? That's the difference. P.S. Williams, as a GM, you suck. Go home yeah. and get your shine box. Yeah. You so don't you belong go. in broadcasting. I'm going to send his crap back. What kind of an animal? All right. uh, this letter still... Um, Hold on, I got another thing. This letter, you know what Jimmy Pearsall... This other thing, this dumb thing he sent me. You know what Jimmy Pearsall would say to this he gets guy? it all back. You know what Jimmy Pearsall would say? Hold my beer. Do you remember the time when Jimmy Pearsall sent a letter to our old boss, our friend Jim Pastor? And he uh, said, uh, congratulations, dummy. You fired the only guy who knows anything about baseball. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that was funny. Jimmy was an absolute treasure. Yeah. So this guy will get all his crap back. Well, I also think you should get some help because writing stuff like this to a man who just uh, you know didn't send back some autograph stuff. I mean, come on, you gotta oh. get gotta get some help. He's gonna get it back. It's not gonna be autographed. Yeah, send it back. Hey, he's getting it all back. Oh, you're not gonna autograph it? What? You're not gonna autograph? No, it? Oh, absolutely not. Send it back. Tell him to you stick see it. the behavior of this it's child. Ri- it's ridiculous. He's a petulant child. Quite frankly, almost like telling Shohei, "F that guy." No, <laughs> F no, that guy. I ain't got no problem. Like I said, I've carried it with me for the last five, six months. It's been in my bag every day. I'm going to go upstairs today, and we're going to put some uh, stamps on that thing. We're going to send it off on its merry way. Okay. Do you yeah. want me to save this, throw it away, Danny? Danny needs it. He needs it for, uh, the, for, F- evidence. for the FBI file. The FBI file. is yeah. going to need Here, it. Here, Danny. Yeah, anytime you make Danny, threats he come like after that. you at any point? No, no? I'm No, God. anytime you make threats like that, you know. Yeah, I mean, really, making yeah. threats. Whatever. He'll get his stuff back. Uh... He'll get it back. Psychotic. In the DVD. Come on. That he thought he was doing me a favor with. Crosstalk with Black and Abdallah, baby. They're in for Waddle and Sylvie today. So we're going to crosstalk with Chris and Adam coming up next. Later tonight, it's going to be Tyler on from 6 until 8. And we'll be back in two minutes. Cap's got the final word. Carmen and Yurko present today's final word. Because you had to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to. Today's final word, word on Carmen and Yuriko. I don't need to hear any more about Shohei Otani. He's a great player. I will never tell you he's not an amazingly talented player. F that guy. F him. I don't oh. need the drama. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Out.